Uh, I just want to welcome everybody. My name is Pastor Buddy Chapman, and uh, Thomas, my son, is on drums. Miss Tanya Benedetta's over there playing the keyboard. Most of y'all know that, but for you guys that just see him here and there, and Tim is the man with the plan behind the scenes, and my beautiful wife over here, and Jesse, and everybody else. I just want to say thanks for for all that they do, because you know what? It's a whole lot going on behind the scenes to make things happen. As a matter of fact, not too long ago, somebody told me said. You mean the stuff doesn't stay put up all the time? No. We take it down every week and put it back up. And so I really appreciate the, the faithfulness and things of that. But um, today, we just want to point all the praise to Jesus. And I'm just very thankful to have the privilege to be able to uh, stand here and share the word of God with you guys. And I thought, you know, how can we do this a little different, you know? We're celebrating our second year of, of a church family. Now, we've been doing ministry for about 14 years. And I want to talk a little bit about that for some that don't really know what KTP stands for. It's for Keep the Promise uh, Ministries. And, um, of course, she's not here, but I was going to say something about that. That's all right. But uh, a friend of mine, Mary, and he's coming out here. Her dad really spoke some things into my life many, many years ago, um, uh, really on his deathbed. And he told me um, that I got to promise him one thing. He said, promise me you'll keep playing that guitar. And so, you know, I really believe that he got a glimpse of what we'd be celebrating today. Um, it's really amazing. So, you know, our words are really powerful. And even if there's some of your last words, let me tell you, they uh, can impact people's lives and generations for years to come. And so that's what we pray that we can do here through the time of worship and Bible study and fellowship is to impact families, individuals, communities in the world with the word of Jesus Christ. And that's what we get excited about. You know, I mentioned it many times that we have an opportunity to come back and get together on Tuesday nights. We do a, a small group kind of Bible study. It's, it's been very, very informative, and it's, it's really cool. Uh, also, some other things that we, we've got coming up in July that we'll do our annual Shine Your Light um, concert, festival, outreach. Um, I've already secured the field up here. I call it Russo's Field. If you guys are not familiar with it, it's right beside Mr. C's Pizza. So we'll be giving you some more information on that. So, you know, what you see here is just a small portion of, of what you guys are even involved in on a bigger scale. You know, we talked about the things on the website. We talked about uh, different things with our uh, devotion books where we've been able to give them out and see people's life transformed by the power of God's word. And just making every opportunity, we just want to make that um, an opportunity to share about the love of Christ. And that doesn't mean that we're perfect in doing it, but it means that we're pointing to the one who is perfect. And I think that's a really important thing for us to understand is that God will take you right where you are. And that's one of the things we say week after week. He'll take you right where you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. God wants his best for you, and that's what we want for you too. So at this time, I thought, you know, if anybody had a testimony uh, of what God's doing. And, you know, a lot of times, let me just share this with a testimony. A lot of times we think we got to have the lightning bolts and, and stop in time and things like that. To, to be able to share a testimony. Let me tell you, sometimes it's just somebody whispering in your ear a word of encouragement. Sometimes it's just being in the right place at the right time. Sometimes it's you being able to see on the other side of the storm when you're in the middle of the storm. So if anybody's got a testimony, you want to share that, we can do that. Ange, why don't you come up and share a little bit? All right. Give my favorite sister-in-law Because um, I just I guess God knows I need that. 
sometimes. Um, uh, I'll just I'll just start. My um, my mother knew that um, a couple weeks ago that she needed to, or the doctor wanted her to have a procedure. It was kind of a or it could be a serious thing, a heart catheterization. You know what that is? They put a a thing up through your the main artery, kind of here, and they they go through your heart and put dying <coughs> testing for blockage. Um, they thought she had a blockage in her heart, so that's it could be major. Um, so she was concerned. She didn't know if she wanted to have it or not. She was really debating on whether or not to do it. Um, anyway, thinking about it, we were praying about it, my sister and my dad and all, whether or not she should. We kind of thought she should, but she didn't know because she's the one who had to do it. Um, whole different scenario. I'm a real estate agent. On a Tuesday, the following week, I get a regular call from this woman named Keisha, very, very nice, wanted to see a listing that I had. Um, as soon as she could do it was the following Friday at 10 a.m. I said, okay, I'll meet you there at 10 a.m. Um, so that was set. Didn't think anything else of it. The next morning, um, I called my mother. She said, did you decide whether you're going to have this procedure? She said, I did. I'm going to call the doctor and set it up. A little while later, my dad called and said, it's set up for Friday morning. She's got to be there at 7.30. I said, this Friday? My goodness, it must be, they must really see something. So I planned, along with my sister to call, we planned to meet at the hospital at 7.30 um, at Riverside to um, be there, just moral support <laughs> for her and, uh, and each other, and just in case something was up. And um, through, and then I figured I would leave whenever I had to go show that house. It happened to be right around the corner off Fort Boulevard, right by the hospital. So it would take me 15, you know, 10 minutes probably to get there. Um, so um, I left uh, around 9.40, I guess. They hadn't, They were supposed to come get her at 9.30 to do the procedure. But while we were there, people coming in talking, just based on what um, occurred when she took some kind of medicine, the reaction that her body had to it, the good reaction, they seemed pretty sure, in my opinion, that she was going to have to have a stent put in, not just a balloon, not just them clearing it out, but a stent, which meant that she would have to stay overnight. That, you know, that's kind of serious. That's pretty good blockage, you know. And if it was more than that, you know, of course, there's always the possibility of even open heart surgery, you know. And we're like, oh, we just had no idea it could be like that. Um, she seemed positive. I kind of thought you were doing that for us. But um, anyway, I was a little worried. I get to the house. Keisha was there. And immediately she was just, I don't know, she was different. She was a different person. Um, went on in and she you know, apologized for me a couple minutes late and I said, oh, it's okay, I'm not leaving the hospital myself. And, and she just seemed so concerned. She wanted to know what was wrong. And I said, oh, just, you know, my mother's had a procedure. And she pressed and she wanted to know what, what it was. And I thought, well, I don't know where I can tell her. And so I told her what it was and that, you know, she really didn't want to have it, but we had prayed about it. And then I said, prayed about it. She said, well, she's probably in there right now having that procedure. We need to pray. And right there in the kitchen, she prayed for her. And we prayed for her. And um, then she said, um, there's not going to be anything. You're not going to find anything. I, I just really feel that they're not going to find anything wrong. And I, and I still, you know, my normal, my natural self, I said, well, they've already said that, you know, there's probably going to be a spot. But, you know, that's okay. If they can fix it today, then that's good. Um, anyway, so... Um, 
doing our own thing, like we all do, or I know I do. Um, and so she got, I guess she just got tired of being where she was, and she said, okay, well, I'm just going to start seeking your will. And she really started praying, and and um, I guess I, I'm not saying that anybody or even me could or every time needs to go to this extreme, but I mean, she fasted for 45 days. Um, <laughs> And along with praying, and you know, found what his will was, and he said, "You need to um, do care for nursing homes." And immediately, um, I mean, almost overnight, she got three nursing homes exclusively um, for these women. And um, a lot of them, some have their moms about them, some don't. But when they go in there, um, she said that they, you know, they pretty much have everything taken from them in a way. Um, some have families that come, but a lot of them don't. And that's just the one thing that, um, you know, really touches them. So, anyway, she has more work now than she's ever had. She works six days a week. A lot of times she says she has to make herself take a day just to get rest. So, things are going really well for her, and and that was from, you know, seeking the Lord's will. But as she's talking to me, she she's staring right at me. I mean, her eyes were just piercing, you know, and I'm just listening to her tell her story. But as she's saying it, she just said, it, he showed her that if you just seek his will for your situation, that nothing will um, be able to stop you and and what you're supposed to do, and that God will give you the strength to do it through Jesus, and that um, you will know without a doubt what to do. But she's talking and talking, and I knew she was talking about her, but it was as though God was speaking to her to me, and I mean, I just stood there, the tears just started going down my face, and anyway, um, I, um, I just, she just hugged me, she's from North Carolina, she hugged me, like, she already hugged me, about, I guess, about 10 times, <laughs> anyway, but, um, so then, um, we continued looking at the house, after that, but I mean, that, that surely I felt like it was God speaking to me through her. And um, I, I felt like I even told her, I said, I don't care if you buy anything. I mean, I knew you probably aren't even here to buy anything. <laughs> I felt like God just sent you here to, to talk to me. Um, so anyway, um, I knew I was that. That's how I made notes. Um, so she was interested in the house, but she had no idea what to do, how to, you know, who to call. So I said, I've got the name and number of a lender in my car. Let me go get a pen and paper. I went to my car. The minute I got to the car, my dad called. And at, you know, what time, huh? So I answered the phone and he said, they didn't find anything. There's no blockage. Our arms are clear. There's only one. I got the phone. He was coming in. And as soon as I, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And I got in and of course, of course, me, the tears just start coming in. She said, what's wrong? <laughs> and I told her. And she just said, see? I told you they weren't going to find anything. <laughs> so I just, you know, couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, I should. I should not doubt, but it's just my natural self. Um, so I guess all this to say that it had, God knew when he when she called me on Tuesday that she was going to have that procedure. He already knew that. He already knew that it was going to be that Friday. At the same time that I was going to meet her there. I mean, at, at that moment, probably, she was probably with the doctor having it started at the moment we were praying too. Um, and just, if you think you're never gonna hear from God and if you 
if you think you got to hear something small or you think you got to really be watching and listening, yes, you do, but if, if you're not the type of person that comes, or if you aren't always the type of person that doesn't, he will hit you over the head if you need it. <laughs> because I guess I, I needed it that day and probably more days than that. So that's, that's it. <laughs> awesome. That's good stuff. That's really good. You know, it's, isn't it amazing God's timing? Isn't it amazing God's timing in things, you know, precisely in this or in that? Anybody else got anything they want to share? All right. I can just sit right down here. Oh, okay. Okay. Once, go ahead. Go ahead, Grandma. Okay. Um, I just want to say, no, I'm never. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of things
and, and you'll know when to do that, okay? But I use the word. Why? Because words mean things. When you speak the word, the word of God, or anything, it means things. I don't know of a war that's ever started that somebody didn't use words to start it. So words mean things. So I did. I spoke up loud and asked her uh, uh, to have a miracle healing, which which she did. And for me, that was uh, that was something else when Angie told her what happened what happened there, you know, because in the situation she was in, this doctor who is the head of the cardiology department at Riverside, he knew what he was looking at on the stress test, and he was a little surprised looking in his face when he came and told me he didn't find anything. So something was going on for sure. <laughs> Still a lot of good cooking left. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that's a blessing. That's, that's a praise. And it's good, you know, this, we, we've been wanting to do this, and, and, you know, it's always good to hear how God's working in your family, not just your immediate family. I'm talking about your church family and throughout, because, you know what, when we hear that, and you say, well, gosh, if God would do that for them, wouldn't he do it for me? Absolutely. Yes. One other thing. The Lord's prayer, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. Amen. So His will being done on earth means He don't want us to be sick. All we got to do is believe and have faith. Okay? Faith is sure what we hope for, it's certain what we don't see on, on Ephesians 11 1. So that's all we got to do. But you got to be specific in what you're asking for. That's the only thing. Awesome. Awesome. That's that's powerful. Tim, you got a little something you're going to share with us? Um, yeah, I'll share it a little bit, I guess. Um, I just wanted to uh, talk just a little bit about an uh, incident that happened to me this week. Which I kind of look at it as why do bad things happen to good people? Um, and uh, so something, you know, an incident happened to me this week and, and involved uh, some other folks that uh, I just want, when, when it happened, I, you know, my prayer was that God would be seen through the situation. Um, but anyhow, uh, what happened this week was, and, and my wife will attest that I'm probably one of the slowest drivers Amen. Um, <laughs> on the peninsula, but I was coming home from work and uh, I was, for whatever reason, distracted. I didn't see a car stop in front of me and I ran in the back of that car and uh, that car hit another car and uh, I was probably doing, I don't know, maybe 30, 35 miles an hour. Um, but the situation happened, and uh, so, it, you know, it's, it's, if you've been in an accident before, you know, it's, it can be, you know, people get hurt. Um, so uh, I got out of the car and I went up to the next car, and uh, the uh, lady in the car was not hurt. I asked her if she was hurt. She wasn't hurt. But what really got me was that she was pregnant, or she is pregnant. Um, and so that was very hard to just grab hold of that I've just caused an accident that you know here's this other lady that's you know you know having a, a child in a couple of months so uh, went, went up to the next car and it was a young man and uh, he wasn't hurt either so right off the bat you know I was thanking the Lord 
in this accident. Um, so you go through all the, the business and the police case and everything, and you know, I would, I would like to say I have, you know, I had a reason for it, but I mean, I think it just it's that split second that you know you look one way. By the time you look back, there the vehicle's there. There's nothing I can do. I, you know, I hit the brakes, and everything. I couldn't stop. But um, so. When they came, they, they were gonna. She actually was able to drive her car away, and, and the other gentleman was able to drive his car away. And, and my car is a 90, 1991 Honda Civic, and I've had it since 1991. Um, and uh, the, you know, it was all crunched up and stuff, and I, I didn't think it was drivable, so I had to tow it. Um, and the uh, person that came out and towed it, you know, he said that, you know, I, I asked him if we owned a junkyard or whatever, and he said no, but they do buy them to pay the towing fee, you know, to take the towing fee as part of the car. I just felt that that is not what I wanted to see happen in that car, because I've had it since that car was made, you know, and it's a, it's a good car, so. Um, you know, I, I had to tow it, and then, uh, you know, my wife came out and, and uh, to the scene before that, that uh, the tow truck driver got there, but one of the things that we did immediately uh, when she got there was pray uh, for the uh, young lady and the, and the other gentleman, um, you know, that they would have no uh, no injuries. And, you know, things happen afterwards where, you know, your body findings, you know, you got pains and all this kind of stuff. But we, we prayed and, and we trust in the Lord that it'll, it'll stay that way. Um, she's, you know, like I said, they both seem fine and they, they have no, no uh, complaints. But... Um, so anyhow, uh, the next day, um, it was weighing on me because I knew I had to do something with this car and I, I didn't know what to do and um, I you know, was praying to God that um, let me reflect you in the situation. I don't want, I want to turn, you know, I want something that's bad to be good for somebody. So I told her, I said, um, you know, I asked her to give me a, a friend of ours um, a call, or her number, so um, I called her. <laughs> Sorry. Anyhow, I called her and I, and I said, hey, you know, I've got this car, I was in an accident, and, I, you know, it's, it's pretty bad, and, and uh, you know, I know you work, you know, race cars, you work cars, and I said, you know, I had somebody that off, you know, offered me money for this car once they wanted to race it, because they raced these little cars out the Langley Speedway. I said, you know, if you could use this car, you know, I want to give you this car. And uh, I told her the kind of car. So she said, you know, my son has a Honda Civic in the 1991 or 92, and the engine died. And uh, he doesn't have any money for another car, and he can't get to work, and he's been using our car. And uh, she said, um, we'd love to, you know, take, you know, take a look at it, and if we could take parts off of his car and put it on your car, then he'd have a car and, you know, he'd be able to get back and forth to work. So they came out and looked at it. Um, I signed the title over to them on Friday night. They'd already put the new hood on it, a new fender on it. Um, and, uh, you know, they're doing the work they need to do to get it to, to be able to use that car. So. Uh, the young man is not, um, so we got to sit down and talk to the young man, and I kind of gave him a history of, you know, VR and stuff, and, and uh, he's, he's um, uh, you know, his parents are, uh, you know, are Christians, but he's not, and so we got an opportunity to share with him um, how 
you know, this incident, which was bad for us, is turning into a blessing through God's word because I had no idea that they had this car that was sitting in their yard that was broke down, that, you know, had no engine in it. And, uh, and they didn't have the money to get him another car. So, um, you know, I just see God working in that situation where he's taking something bad, turn it into something good. This car is going to be back on the road. He'll have a way to get to work. Um, and, uh, and I just continue to pray for the folks that were involved in that accident that, that uh, this will be a blessing, you know, in, in some way for them, that, that God's uh, will will be seen through this. You know, it's not that, that God causes bad things to happen to, to, to good people or to bad people, but God can use situations that occur uh, for His glory. And I believe that that situation is going to be used for His glory, not just in being able to give that card to, uh, to these, these um, folks, but that it will be a, something that will go on um, you know, through them that God will be seen in the end that the glory goes to God. So that was the situation that happened. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, my again, my thing is just to give God the glory, and uh, yes. and, uh, and I just praise Him because nobody is hurt. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Exams 
and uh, I've had tons of exams. I have two this, this week that are super important and everything, and one course that I need to do very well on this exam that I have on Monday. And if I don't, I'll have to either take it again this summer in order to actually be able to graduate on time. And um, I've been kind of getting run down by myself, studying and everything. And I know I'm preparing, but I'm still cautious about myself. You know, I could still feel like, oh, you know, I might mess up this or kind of second guess myself. And I need to give myself a new ID. And something that me and Alexa do is we start, we do Bible studies at, at night. Or, you know, she's at school or something, we'll Skype or something every time. And, and, or, you know, just call each other and we'll read the chapter. Um, we're going to learn for anything that's going now. And we'll read through it. And it's amazing how the things going through your life, if you set the schedule, no matter what's going on in your life, God will use that, just like you were saying. No matter what it is, He might not mean expecting anything. But if you're looking and everything like that, or even if you're not, like Ronnie just said, He'll just hit you over the head with something. And you'll just be like, wow, God, thank you. And um, we've had a lot of stuff, you know, we're studying for school and things. And, and like I said, I'm second guessing myself on a lot of things sometimes in, in school wise. And um, we would go and read, do a Bible study, or. Um, I was really worried about a class, and I get a thing we used Dropbox and everything. Alexa had made this, uh, I don't know, it's like a sheet of, like a sheet of paper, it's just like a picture thing, and it was, what was it, followers or what? When you're stressed. Yeah, when you're stressed, just like when you're just kind of down, you know? She kind of put all those verses that had like Jeremiah verses and everything in there, you know? It was awesome, because now when I'm studying, I get stressed or get down on what's going on. I just, you know, go through and read some of that stuff and, you know, kind of puff me up a little bit. You know, I know who my daddy is, you know, because our problems might seem huge to us, but look how big our God is. And you have a UIV when you're talking about
me and hard for my husband and hard for my parents and hard for this young woman turned out to be a blessing. Kind of turned out to be a blessing. Very young. So you really don't know even the tiniest how it can impact. And that was one of the first things she told me about people. I kept time. It was so much fun. She was so good for me. And I didn't know anything later because I met her and she and her husband two weeks ago, and we talked for like two hours, a day talk for two hours. And, it, and, and I heard the longer version. So we just don't know how much we're going to touch somebody else's life. You only know, and this was 47 years ago. Amen. Got time for maybe one more, if anybody's got anything? Okay. You can do it from wherever you want, babe. In October, I was laid off from my job. And I got severely depressed. And this is a testimony to a love buddy to death. I prayed to God and I said, God, I need some help. I need somebody to show me something. I was on Facebook, but his picture popped up. Brought me back to my dad. And I said, my dad touched Buddy. Somebody that's not family, not blood related, I need to listen to what this man has to say. He brought me here, and I'm at such peace now that I'm listening to what Buddy said, I'm reading my Bible, I got my job back. later on you want to share something there's always room for us to share what God's doing um, you know it wouldn't be a KTP gathering if we didn't uh, make sure one thing if you're here today and you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ I want you to know that today can be your day we hear these testimonies and we hear how God has moved through ordinary folks but he's an extraordinary God and there's each one of us has a testimony we do and we'll have time to share them, you know, as we go and we grow. But, you know, one of the testimonies that I see here that we're celebrating today with many other ones is that, you know, when we, we started out with this, I had no idea where it was going to go. And uh, we continue to seek the Lord each time, uh, you know, we get together, see what he's, he wants to make of this, you know. But um, we're in it for the long haul and we're just going to keep seeking the Lord. You know, I had a friend visit me uh, here a couple weeks ago, and he says, well, what's the plan? I said, to never give up. Don't give up, you know. And so sometimes when you look at stuff, you go, well, wow, where are we supposed to move? We're supposed to do this? And, you know, God made a way to give us this place here. And, you know, we just keep looking. We look around and see what's what. But in his timing, we're going we're gonna to do our very best to do what God's timing is. But that's where we all come in. Praying and seeking the Lord. And I just want to tell you how much a blessing it is to just uh, be a small part of what's going on here. So I thank God for that. 
But before we get ready to eat, I, I want to ask you something. If you're here today and you were to die today, do you know for sure that you go to heaven? That's why we do what we do. That's why we ask what we ask. You hear the promises of God and God's word. And you know what? They're for his children. And so the way you become a child of God is this. You say, Lord, you acknowledge that you have sin in your life. I don't know. For me, it wasn't real hard to understand I had sin in my life. My problem was, what do I do with it? And the Bible says, bring it to the cross. Put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We try to make it complicated, but God did the hard part. You know, we think about that, that Bible verse that most any of us know. And if you don't, I'm going to share it with you. John 3, 16. Y'all help me with that. For God so loved the world. Will not perish. Man, that sounds good. You know, and that's talking about the love of God coming to you. Loving you right where you're at. So I'm going to ask you guys to just close your eyes. And I just want to pray with you before we go into a little bit more fellowship. Father, I thank you for the testimonies. Lord, I know there's a testimony in every life here. Uh, and for those that didn't get an opportunity, I pray that as we go on, they get the opportunity uh, throughout the day or throughout the weeks to share your goodness and share that with someone else. Whether it's here, it might be over the phone. It might be dropping a line on Facebook or, or whatever it is. But Lord, we want to give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory for, for this time. And Lord, I, I just lift up those here that are going through a tough time. And Lord, that your love can soothe that. That your, your grace can, can take that and mold it anew. But if someone's here today, if you're here today, I want to ask you, do you know for sure if you died today, would you go to heaven? And you might say, well, buddy, I don't know. I've been a pretty good person. It's not about being a good person. We can never be good enough. That's why Jesus came and paid the price. Because there was a sacrifice that had to be made. And it had to be the perfect sacrifice. And that perfect sacrifice was Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Giving his life as a sin offering. He was sinless. But he paid for the sin of the world. And he rose three days later. And what I want you to understand about that is when we put our faith and trust in him. And ask the Lord, Lord come into my life and forgive my sin today. I believe you're the son of God. And that you paid the price for me Lord today. I ask you to forgive me and help me walk this out. If that's your prayer today, don't leave today without saying, you know, buddy, that was my prayer today. You could pray it right from your seat. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I put my faith and trust in you. And let me tell you, that doesn't mean you'll never have a tough time. That means that you'll never go through a tough time alone. So if you're here today and that's your prayer, pray it from your heart and receive Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, we're getting close over here. How about giving the Lord a big hand clap for what he's doing, what he's been doing, and what he continues to do? That's, I, I tell you, I know sometimes it's difficult to, 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 to get up and say a few things, so let me just share this. It's okay if you didn't get up and share something. You know, sometimes we beat ourselves up. I've been in places and they say something, and I get ready, and I go, ah, ah, it's okay. Because God's doing a work in your life. You might, your, your story might just be to share it with the person next to you while you're eating something here. It might be to tell somebody on the phone. So whatever it is, I want you guys to enjoy the peace of God today. I want you to enjoy the blessing of what God's done for us. And I'm going to pray over this food. And we are going to have a God time. Amen.